Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah. Seeming well interesting because he originally signed to come here to Oregon State. Zach Moss breaking a tackle. Moss to the outside. Moss at midfield. 40, 30. Zach Moss to the 10. And Zach Moss is in. Touchdown. 91 yards for Moss. We use the term explosive a lot in football, Roxy. We saw multiple versions of it here. Explosive power. Initially, running through tackles in the backfield, Sean Wilson was like roadkill. And then Zach Moss from there showing explosive speed to take it the distance. 91 yards later. Roadkill, PK. That's one defensive back on one play. Or, yeah, you can kind of take the bigger picture and say that was the whole game. 21-0 after three possessions. And then yeah. the youths roll from there. That was good because there's a bunch of other games I wanted to watch, and that wasn't one of them. <laughs> After it was obviously. After 21 nothing. Yeah, I mean, it was a waste of time. It was a beating. Tyler Huntley, 14 of 17, actually raises his completion percentage on the air, which is hard to believe given how high it is and how far we are into the season, but he did it again anyway. And Zach Moss averaged 24, 25 yards a carry. Yeah, I think what's hard 24. to believe is this far into the season, they haven't played a team, they haven't beaten a team with a winning record. Well, that is about to change, isn't it? At least they're going to get multiple chances here to beat teams with winning records. Sakes, it right. Change. See if they can take one of them out. ASU this week ranked 17th. The Utes up to 13th. They're both five and one. Yeah, they're a 12 and a half point favorite. I saw ESPN has them like an 82.4% chance of winning. So. Expected to win. See no reason why they don't. Get her done. DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. Trump right on first and goal. He just called Touchdown it. USF. He's in. And the Bulls are in front. Romney steps up. Another big lead, another fourth quarter disaster, and another loss for BYU. PK, they could either stop the run or get touchdowns winning their red zone. They'd win. They don't actually have to do both things, just one of them. These games have been close enough. Just doing one of those things better would get it done. But those are two glaring problems right now. So score more touchdowns and don't give up as many. I like it. <laughs> no. Simple math. You don't, Come on. It's not It's not and. This is or. Oh, so they, it's an or. Got they it. were in the red zone four times. That's 28 potential points, and they got six. Scored from outside the red zone. Four more awesome. touchdowns and don't give up as many. Okay, I got it. We'll wait for an update now on Jaron Hall. Looked like a concussion when his head smacked against the turf. He didn't come back into the game. And maybe we'll hear more about his available availability or potential availability. BYU's playing Boise State. Lost a quarterback of their own. Bachmeyer run in and got hit. It looked like kind of in the hip area. They had a shot of him on the sideline and 
One minute he was up, and then the next minute he was ready to take a knee in obvious pain, so he didn't come back to the game. Chase Cord, another one of my Valley of the Sun residents. <laughs> Peoria. Ah, another guy who left the Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They played three quarterbacks in the game. Henderson was the other one, Jalen? Yeah. Like yeah, I guess he used him as kind of an option guy because he was in early before the injury and then he was in later. So They won. They beat Hawaii, so they're going to be ranked 14th when they come in and play BYU Saturday night. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Blankenship looks, nods, says he's ready to take it to the third overtime. Kicks it up. And no good! He missed it! He missed it! He he missed missed it. it. And he the Gamecocks win it at Athens in second overtime. Carolina takes down number three, Georgia. They win it 20 to 17. I am not believing that. A two overtime victory against the number three team in the country. We break a four game losing streak, and Georgia trots to the locker room. South Carolina in double OT. They fall from number, uh, Georgia falls from number three in the country to number 10 with that loss. A few other highly ranked teams going down. That was entertaining with LSU and Florida up and down the field. And LSU wins and vaults to number two from five. Seventh ranked Florida gets their first loss. Also, Oklahoma taking down Texas. Any of those uh, games catch your eye? Every one of them. Now come on, PK. USC beating, uh, trying to beat Notre Dame, but coming up short, getting down early. Man, it's 48 hours old. I, mean, I know, so I'm asking if you care about any of these games. Every one of them. Games. I watched them all. I mean, I can say it again. Apparently, you didn't believe me. Yeah, I was surfing left and right. Absolutely. I was into all of them. It's that time of year. Each one of them that was on television. That's what I'm saying. Friday, uh, Saturday night, the uh, U game was out of control. There was like four or five other games I wanted to watch. Yeah, absolutely, man. From 10 o'clock on when uh, the Red River River shootout started, Texas played them tough. Oklahoma pulled away a little bit. I was stunned Georgia lost. Figured they wouldn't lose that particular. Not that every team that I expect to go undefeated, because I think that's awfully difficult, particularly when you're in conference. I've said it a million times. You start playing conference games, things happen. But I still didn't pick them to win speaking of South Carolina, obviously, to beat Georgia. So that was a stunner. Wisconsin looked awesome again. They just destroyed Michigan Michigan State. State. LSU and Florida was highly entertaining. It's great to see SEC teams have some offense. (laughs) And with this quarterback at LSU, they've got it. Why go so long with no offense? I mean, there's just so many nights. We watch so many defensive-minded games, and then just. They change their mind. They decide. It's literally like they decide they're going to be good on offense, and then they are. Well, listening to Ed Orgeron, who has one, you know, he makes Louis Armstrong sound like Mike Tyson. Go Tigers. <laughs> uh, he, he openly admitted it. You know, we've had the skilled players. We've had the receivers. had the running backs. We haven't had the quarterback. And this year we got him. And he's openly talking about that. So I was watching that, and I'm flicking back and forth. Fox has got their pregame thing going on. Urban's a star. I mean, he could go be a baker and bake cookies, and it'd be the, probably the best cookies I've ever tasted because he's really good at what he does with this television. I don't know how long if he's going to stick with it or whatnot, but they got their thing, and obviously ESPN has had theirs for, what, 30 years now? I mean, probably literally, I don't know, 25 years they've been doing it. So going back and forth between those two shows, yeah. <laughs> from literally, literally from 8 o'clock 
Saturday morning. I was into it, and I went to bed at 12.15 because I thought, okay, Washington has got this game now. Arizona's not going to come back. Surprised how resilient your Devils were? Took a couple punches during the course of that game. Were able to go down and win it right at the end. Jaden Daniels, the freshman well, quarterback. this is what they do. I mean, they all their games are close. And you're a freshman quarterback, but what at what point do we keep saying that? I mean, you, you, he's played six games now. When, when do we get past? I told you they could win a game in the 30s against Washington State. If they have to get a little higher than that, they're going to be in trouble. Uh, but sh- was I surprised? Hmm. I mean, what was the, you told me going into it? It was a, it was a pick 'em game. So why would I be surprised? I mean, Washington State, uh, you know, 0 and 3 in conference. Not looking that good. Yeah, but the line does surprise me. Utah 12 and a half because under Herm Edwards, they've played 12 conference games and they haven't lost any of them by more than seven. Maybe this is the week. I thought that was going to be a six or seven point line. What were you expecting? I had it between seven and eight, so I thought in my mind seven, five. I was surprised 12, five. But nevertheless, that's the dominance of Utah, man. There it is. Did Nowhere get... to go but Santa Clara and Pasadena. <laughs> that's that's, no, the, that's, the, that's where you want to be. Everybody Don't wants run their, from it. Embrace it. Everybody wants their team to get respect. And so you're getting respect yeah. in the polls. You're getting respect Don't in run Vegas. From it. This is like what I say with guys. You do this sometimes when I play the poor me because I didn't grow up with the advantages that you did financially. And then you start. People, when you do that, they, they start saying they, they want to be. No, I struggled too. Uphill both ways. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm telling you, from the guys who came from struggle, they would much rather say, yeah, I I came from affluence. <laughs> now Utah has affluence. Don't run from it. Embrace it. Dad had a Ferrari. You're 12 and a half point favorites and ranked 13th in the country. Don't deny it. Relish it. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It sucks. We sit down here, we can hire some bears and we we going out here, we lose to it, but it sucks. It sucks. Uh, I don't want to hear any more about how hard is it and hard. Man, at this point, man, I, I, I ain't going to give up on my fans. I appreciate the guys that come. appreciate the guys in the community that, that come and show, show support. But, you know, if you ain't there, that's, that's, hey, that's If you ain't there, sorry. You know, just, hey, we'll get together. What? <laughs> Sounds like the Dolphins are a little emotional after losing the battle of winless teams to Washington on a failed two-point conversion. That was a horrible play call. Hey, let's throw the ball short of the goal line. And it's a screen, and they're screaming it's a screen. Like, the two receivers didn't block anybody. They just ran by him. It was going to be one on three if he caught the ball. We're breaking down Miami Dolphins football. Is that what we're doing right now? It's horrible. It's like the Atlantic Division. All right, let's go to the Bengals, the other winless team. Why the hell would we give a crap about what the Dolphins are doing? That was hilarious. Because you watched it. I didn't. I saw the highlight. I did not watch the whole game. He cut the highlight. Oh, last you didn't night. watch the whole game? That's what passes as breaking news? The two. <laughs> I didn't watch one play. I did watch a play. I watched more than one play. But you I didn't watch the whole you, game. For the rest of the season, you don't need to tell us you did not watch the whole game with the Miami Dolphins. There are. We're going to assume that. There are several teams that were. Whew, thankfully. Rolling. Off to great starts. The Rams and Cowboys were 3 and 0. They're both now 3 and 3. And we always talk 16 games, you got time for the roller coaster. You're hot, you're cold, you're hot again. What are you, Katy Perry? Yeah, pretty much. It's the <laughs> Katy Perry NFL segment. 
Chiefs were 4-0. Now they're 4-2. You worried about any of these teams more than the uh, others? You figure they're all going to bounce back? Circle in the Cowboys? No, I never felt the Cowboys were all that good. I mean, times I was saying, I don't think Dak Prescott is all that good. I think he's okay. I don't think he's great. He's not in the upper echelon level of quarterbacks. I've never felt that. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I never thought that to begin with. Pick a month. I never thought they were going to win it. Buying in on the on the Niners? I think you have to take that Five and seri- now. a little seriously. More serious anyway is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you beat the Rams. Absolutely. Jared Goff was awful. So, yeah, and you can you can win a lot of games with defense. And they've got a good one. Yeah. Giving up 13 points a game here through five games. Right. Well, they're now, uh, what, three games up on the Rams in the loss column. While the Niners are 5-0. and The Seahawks are 5-1 and right there with them. The uh, Cleveland Browns going back and forth with Seahawks. But Russell Wilson seemed to have all the answers. What are the questions? Are you going to beat the Browns? Yes. That was the biggest question. Yeah. That wasn't much of a question for me. Should we uh, buy into Deshaun Watson? We were looking for uh, oh, teams for sure. yeah. earlier today about who's going to challenge the Patriots, and their defense yeah. just looks awesome. And yet, no matter how good you look now, it's the NFL, you're going to be tested. Who's going to provide that test? Well, Texans always seem to come up with the injuries when we get to December. It has happened. But yeah, I think they're legitimate. Got to keep their old line healthy. I and mean, who else you got winning that division? Maybe the Colts. I mean, I wouldn't think so. Not the Titans. Titans and Jags are two and four, so yeah. Mariota's getting benched. Yep. Monday Night Football tonight: the Packers, who are off to a really good start, they're four and one, are playing the Lions, who are two one and one. I don't know what to make out of two one and one, but I guess you can figure that out tonight. You got the Packers at home. Figure Aaron Rodgers gets it done. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't really care. I enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers play. Um, be a fun game. Anytime he plays, I like to watch him. Going to have baseball, football, and basketball to follow tonight, although not the basketball on TV, apparently. Let's get to that. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Jazz and the Kings. No TV for this one, but it will be on the zone. David Locke on the call. Pre-game at 6. Game tips at 7. Watching for anything specific tonight, I guess. Listening for anything specific tonight. Not actually going to watch it. I am. Maybe you're not. I'm going. Uh, see them play well offensively. There was a play, a couple plays really jumped out at me against New Orleans. That first half was fun to watch. I know it was only preseason, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and then the second half, they made more substitutions. The guys didn't play as much. There's two plays in that New Orleans game that really, really got me excited. You know, it's what we, uh, a fast break. In your day, Snigeldorf was ending in a layup or a dunk. Now, run they, to the corner, shoot they the three. They had one. You know, it, I don't remember what happened in the defensive possession, but the ball got to Conley. Conley threw it up to, uh, passed it up to uh, Bogdanovich, so he's right in front of the New Orleans bench, and he just puts it up at three. I mean, Jeff Hornacek, like quick release, but the three, and they haven't had a player be able to do that. Uh, Ingles doesn't do that. I mean, especially a taller player. Ingles, I don't think he can do it as well. And Bogdanovich just got it, boom. I mean, if you blinked, the ball was coming through the 
net. It was so sweet. And then in the same area, Conley had the ball in front of the uh, Pelicans bench. And he went baseline. And he's a left-handed player. And he went baseline. And he put the shot up. A floater right-handed. They haven't had anybody do that. Rubio could not do that. And those two plays really jumped out at me and there's a hundred plays in, a, in an exhibition game that doesn't matter anyway but those two plays got me super excited for the offensive capability of this team and you know we had Rick the dishwasher last week going on about what they're going to lose without favors and yes they are going to lose stuff there's no question about that he was right but you have to give up something to get something and unless favors was willing to play for eight or nine million dollars you couldn't. You literally couldn't afford him as a backup. So you can't have. You can't pay everybody twenty-five, twenty million dollars. It doesn't work that way. And so, yeah, they're going to miss him because he was a valuable player for that team, no question about it. But they needed to go in that direction, and those two plays really jumped off the page as out the television set as I was watching. Thinking, man, those two plays are really sweet. They haven't had that ability, and now they got it. You know, that first half, I just thought it was, we talked about the five guys when they're out there together, you know, and you can put in Royce O'Neal or another guy, maybe have four of the five guys we've been talking about so much out there. And the ball just constantly moved. Different guys, just like we've been talking about, different guys are going to be able to initiate the pick and roll. Different guys are going to be able to make open shots. And it really, and it was preseason, so there isn't as much effort being extended usually, but it really was pretty effortless. And the defense probably be better in the regular season and all that. And you're right about the favors thing. You get to halftime, you're like, wow, they gave up way too many points. I think it was 67, 59 at the half. And it shouldn't be given up in the high 50s. And I guess we're going to have to get used to that because maybe we're going to see more of that. But they're scoring in the high 60s, so it's okay. You still got the lead. But it just never seemed like, even when they were scoring a lot of points, it didn't seem like they were hot. It just seemed like that's what they do. They come down. They get in a pick and roll, they put them in a scramble, they move the ball around, somebody gets an open shot, and then they usually make it. And it was funny because I think I'm at the point where I'm expecting them to make every three, which is unrealistic. I missed a lot of threes. And then you look at the percentage, you're like, oh, no, the percentage is really good. I'm just focusing on the misses, not on the makes. Kings tonight and the Jazz, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. First pitch. And Correa lines it deep to right field. Judge is going back at the wall. Looking out. See you later. See you later. See you later. See you later. Astros even the series at a game apiece on the walk-off home run by Carlos Correa in the bottom of the 11th. 3-2, Astros win it. With the exception of one swing, the Astros had the Yankees under control. But... Despite that two-run shot, they survived. They went in 11, so it's 1-1 going to Yankee Stadium. I don't think that was a two-run shot, though. I think that was the game winner. That was the walk-off game winner there, yes. But they gave up a two-run shot to the Yankees. Other than that, Springer. Other than that, they had them under control. And the Nationals playing today, back home, up 2-0. Classic team getting in. Once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. They won the uh, wild card game. They got the upset in the first round of the playoffs. Now they're up 2-0 in the NLCS. It's all breaking their way, PK. Well, they have great starting pitching. That's what's breaking their way. They'll throw Strasburg out there tonight. See if they can go up 3-0 on the Cardinals. What is trending? 
Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Frank Dolce, Utah Insider for the Zone Sports Network, is going to join us next. Gary Anderson at 830. Stay with us.